Welcome back to the Joy Living Home podcast. This is episode 99. <laughs> and I am going to talk about the top three problems that I think exist in the organizing industry or just in trying to organize at all based on how it's represented sort of out there in social media or on your Pinterest page or at the container store, <laughs> however you want to look at it. The top three solutions. Let's dig in. I think this was a great time for me to reflect because I have now been in the organize in organizing industry as a professional organizer in people's homes for four years. I started my business in 2018. So that being said, we all know what we went through during most of 2020 and a huge chunk of 2021. So I say I've been at it for four years, but as I'm sure you can assume there have been interruptions. There have been people that have been at this a lot longer than I have with way more clients than I have had, but I still feel like I can speak to this because it it is my experience with the clients I've had and I have had a fairly decent variety of clients and their needs. I live in sort of the greater Atlanta area in a rather affluent location. I do consider my business to be a luxury item most of the homes that I enter have been for I'm a luxury service. I have been in extraordinary large, extraordinarily large homes, and I have helped with several downsizings. I have done some townhomes. I have done some senior relocation reduction kind of things. I have done only one job that I think I was over my head and probably would have been considered a hoarding situation. I still think I made a helpful difference and at least enough for the family to know that the person was actually ready to start making changes and more people were brought in after I got things started. So that I still feel really good about that particular situation. All that to say I've just, I've had a wealth of enough experience to feel like I want to sort of highlight what I see as the repeat sort of myth, I guess, as to what I think the problem is out there in organizing without dragging this on any further. Number one, absolute number one is people believe that size matters, that if I just had a home big enough with the space big enough, the bigger closets, the bigger laundry room, the bigger mud room, the bigger kitchen, the bigger space, I would not be so messy. I would not, I would have it all together if I just had the space to do it in. And for those of you that are sitting in tiny spaces, I'm sorry to hurt your feelings, but size honestly doesn't matter. I actually have seen people living in tiny homes who are incredibly well organized and don't feel like they need one inch more of extra space. And I have seen people in huge mansions that cannot find a thing, even if it looks all put away. I'll give you that. They have more spaces to stash things, but it doesn't make them organized at all. We will grow to the size of our containers if we allow ourselves to. I want that to be eliminated from your excuse bucket. It really has nothing to do with the size of your home. Sorry, I know that one hurts. 
Number two, time isn't your problem either. And this one probably is sticky as well. (laughs) I hate to say it, but we, much like we'll grow to the size of our containers, we will fill our schedules with whatever time we have based on what we choose to prioritize. I know you're like, there's not one more thing that I could do to spend more time getting my house together. And you are right, but you've also chosen not to prioritize that. And I don't fault you for that. I actually think there's a ton of things that should take priority over a perfectly organized, styled, picture-perfect home all day long, a hundred times over. I would, there are so many things that I would prioritize above that. And so I don't think you should fault yourself if that hasn't been your priority. I think the problem is that you believe if you had, you know, one extra hour each day that you would actually spend it trying to get your house organized or maintained or whatever. And I actually think you would find something else if you were given, you know, a genie with that extra hour of every day, you would actually use it for something that you find a higher priority. And and that's okay. <laughs> it's really okay. But thinking that that's your excuse is not helping you further along. Time doesn't matter. And I can say that with the confidence also of knowing when I was a busy working person, I didn't have the time, my house was not pulled together. When I was a busy mom with young kids, my house wasn't pulled together. When I was a far less busy mom with kids in school and I was actually in my home by myself for stretches of time of the day, nothing changed about my house because the the issue isn't the time I guess is the best way to say that the issue isn't the space the issue isn't the time number three and I find this to be particularly interesting is the organizing and I'm calling it the industry I don't know I don't know a better way to phrase that word but sort of the the push in organizing that is sort of out there in the ethos is that your belongings are just stuff and your lack of discipline and your silly attachment to your things is your problem. And that if you could understand how trivial that is and how wasteful you're being or how silly it is that you would have duplicates of something or how wrong you are to want to hold on to things... That if you just listen to this platitude, if you just apply this basic formula, if you just follow these simple rules, you will see that your stuff is just stuff and you can eliminate 80% of it and then you will finally have yourself in order. I think it's really insulting, degrading, at the very least not helpful. I will say our things are intensely personal and we have acquired them at times in our lives that were meaningful for those moments and to give them up now feels very, very much like giving up something that is representative of that point in our lives. I'm not saying that doesn't mean you shouldn't give something up. I'm just saying to treat it as though it's very formulaic is the part that's sort of offensive. Oh, if you haven't worn it in a year, who cares? Like, get rid of it. You you clearly don't need it if you haven't touched it in a year. Oh, well, if it was special, you would have put it in a special place. So this is really not special. This is being treated as junk. So treat it like junk and get rid of it. Those things are harmful. Those are my top three. I wish those would go away because your size isn't the issue. 
your time isn't your issue and treating your belongings as air quotes stuff isn't useful. All right, so how do we fix this? <laughs> what does work? So my top three on what does work. I think having your head wrapped around what is my actual goal here? We're not trying to fix you. We're not trying to fix your home. We're trying to have you live the highest quality life in your current moment as possible. And so to frame your head around what do I need to live right now where I can be really happy, my family can be happy in this space, I feel at ease and at rest and peaceful and I'm thrilled to have friends over and I can socialize happily without embarrassment, I can come and go with a sense of knowing where things are. None of this has to do with the photograph. None of this has to do with a perfectly framed picture or a perfectly postable photo of a room. This has to do with how you feel in your space. This is you having a joy loving home. None of those words have anything to do with a specific aesthetic. It's the fact that your home is a feeling. It's not a place. Home is where you can go and relax and unwind. So with that as your frame of reference, number one, what does work honestly is having less inventory. And you're like, but wait, you just said one of the problems is don't treat your stuff in some way where you just discard it. Yes, but having less inventory is truly a path to which you will feel more at ease in your space. You just have to have the right reasons for reducing your inventory. You have to be in a frame of mind where you're like, oh, I actually am comfortable and ready to give these particular things up because I know what I want for this home. I know how I want to feel in this home. I know how I want to enjoy this home and how I want my family to be happy here. I want it to nourish us and therefore these things that are in front of me that at one point held great value are no longer valuable in this new vision I have for myself and my space. Yes, you do need to reduce your inventory, but it needs to be based on very personalized reasons, not general rules. Number two, <laughs> how do we know how to do that part? And this is accountability. Accountability is huge. And I'm not saying you have to go out and hire a professional organizer, although obviously I'm going to say those are great uses of your money if you're going to spend some money. One, because I am when I have seen what a difference it makes when I get done with a space with a client, the, the weight that is lifted off of them because it solves two problems. One, you are forcing yourself to make the time. So that whole time issue I mentioned about as a problem goes away because you, you're holding yourself accountable to using time to correct the problem. Two, it helps you understand that your space isn't the issue because you will be assisted in knowing how to reduce the inventory in such a way that it actually does fit comfortably into the space you have. It does only hold what you want it to hold from here on out. And therefore, it, uh, it just having that accountability fixes two things. It doesn't have to be a hired professional organizer. If you can find a dear friend that is of like mind to you, don't get the bossy, bossy, super organized, judgy friend. Like, don't. Don't put yourself through that. 
get the really gracious understanding friend who's like hey let's tackle a space of yours and then you come tackle a space of mine and we can both experience what it's like to see someone's space objectively there's a real aha moment when you get to help someone else with a space when you suddenly realize what others are seeing and going oh I didn't understand why she was holding on to this because that item has no meaning for me and then you hear somebody describe the meaning behind an item and then you have some grace to love them through their desire to not part with something so I don't know I just think it's a really good experiment if you can find a dear friend that you can have some back and forth with in that way so number one less inventory number two some accountability and number three and this one's huge and it's grace grace to know that this is not an easy task and quit beating yourself up about it grace to know that there is not a one-size-fits-all so try some things fail try some new things nothing is so precious that you're going to mess it up except for the preciousness of your time wasted stressing over your stuff and stressing over your home and stressing over the stress that you have caused your family that's the stuff to get rid of nothing else is that precious nothing else unless it is some uniquely heirloomed item that belonged to great aunt clara and everybody loves it with the same amount of dearness that is the only thing too precious to part with everything else if you mess up you really can rebuy it or you can really discover you're living fine without it i hope <laughs> I hope that this is helpful. I know it doesn't seem immediately actionable, but it is actionable on a way to go, okay, I'm going to quit worrying about that I don't have enough space. I'm going to quit worrying about that I don't have enough time. I'm going to find somebody to help hold me accountable. And I'm going to be gracious enough to myself to say, here is the space I'm tackling today. Here is my goal for this space. What is in here that I really can get rid of? that will make me start feeling better about it. Not without changing the world, but by changing it enough to feel better, even one step better. It takes time. And it's not a one size fits all, one time, everything's done kind of a task. <laughs> but I think that probably leads me to another podcast. So I'll stop here. And if you can't think of that friend that you would like to have that will help you through this in a non-judgmental very supportive encouraging way then let me be that friend join me we've got a group and we're doing this kind of thing in it just type bit.ly slash joy loving home community into your browser and come join the facebook group we will help you through this because we're all trying to figure out how to tackle this same goal and we would love for you to join us. And until next time, choose joy.